Welcome to the Yellow Jacket Experience. I'm your host, Seth Dusalt, and this is episode number nine. And joining me today is Casey Allison of our softball and triathlon team. Casey, how are we doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Casey's going into her senior year. Uh, has been a member of the softball team. This will be her fourth year and her second year as a member of the triathlon team comes to us from, if I'm remembering correctly, Woodbourne, New York. Yep, correct. <laughs> Perfect. Good, good to know occasionally, uh, occasionally I get something right. It doesn't happen often. So let's, let's go back to little Casey Allison. How did you first get into softball and maybe what other sports did you play when you were a kid? So I started playing softball, you know, t-ball, little league. I wasn't one of those crazy people that started off playing baseball. I played softball all the way up. Um, I also played a lot of basketball. I played ever since I was in second grade up until my senior year of high school. I played on the varsity team. Um, I tried soccer for two years and really didn't like it. So I was mainly just softball and basketball. And I played, you know, softball took up a lot of my time when I was younger because I played a lot of travel ball. I played, I started playing travel ball when I was 12 years old. And then I played all the way up in this past summer, I played travel ball still. So I've been very, very dedicated to softball mostly for for my entire childhood so so you also play basketball though what was that experience like and and maybe how did how do things from basketball translate over to softball and how did that experience maybe make you a better athlete all the way around well I think being a multi-sport athlete definitely helps anyone any athlete because you know you get that the the varying athletic abilities and basketball kept me in really good shape. There's a lot of running involved. There's a lot of the same, you know, strength power movements between sports. So training for basketball and and playing in those games in the winter really kind of prepared me for, you know, softball in the spring. And I, I just enjoyed having that break from, from softball because, you know, burnout is a real thing. And I didn't, you know, experience that personally, but just being able to, you know, take a break from softball for a little bit and try something different. Basketball was that other outlet that I had. You know, I was still able to work hard and get my movement and exercise in and, and training, and but I it wasn't all softball, so that was that was fun for me. That makes perfect sense, and you hear so much from coaches that playing multiple sports, no matter what sport you play, is always a good thing. So obviously had that kind of impact on you. Um, the travel ball experience, since you've brought it up, um, what's that like and how is that different from maybe your your middle school, high school, varsity kind of experience? Like what, what sets it apart and what makes it worth it other than obviously the opportunity to play more games? Yeah, well, for me, I, I went to a really small high school. The competition was not that great. Uh, so travel ball definitely was that step up. And that really helped me get to a higher level of competition. So, uh, you know, I would see better pitching and, and face better hitters as a, as a pitcher in travel ball than I did in high school. So that was 
the travel ball was really kind of what set me up for college more than than high school did but of course I enjoyed my high school experience I loved who I played with and and it was really fun all all the five years that I played you know varsity softball for my high school but travel ball was definitely where I really set my game up and and had that good competition now when you talk about playing multiple sports you play multiple positions within your sport you're a really good pitcher obviously is the rest of the hitters in the NE10 know all too well. You also play first base, and you're very good there too. Um, so how did you end up playing two positions, and how is preparing yourself for a game and training different when you're focusing on your pitching versus playing first base? So my first travel ball coach had always, you know, he kind of pushed to me that I needed to be – try to play multiple uh, positions on the field because that makes you more profitable for, for college teams. Because, you know, if I was an ace pitcher, like a stud, you know, maybe I'd be able to sell myself and be like, Oh, I'm just a pitcher. But, you know, I, I also love to hit and in college, not a lot of pitchers hit unless, you know, they have coaches who see that they can hit and they know that they should put them in the lineup but not a lot of the time is that the case. So, you know, I, I always wanted to make myself more profitable and try to get myself in the lineup somehow. And that was playing multiple positions. And in high school, I played outfield and, and travel ball. I played outfield as well. And uh, I came to AIC and I was primarily a pitcher, but um, coach Elise, you know, decided she wanted to put me in first base too, when I wasn't pitching and, and I loved that. I, I played first base all through travel ball in high school, too. So I was I was used to that. And then, you know, like I said, I always love, you know, getting my spot in the, in the lineup. Of course, when I earn it. But. Um. <laughs> well, it's 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 rare. It's rare to see number 14 not in the lineup. So I'm certain, certainly glad for that. And you mentioned that pitchers don't normally hit, which is which is, a you know, sort of a true thing with with baseball more than with softball. But definitely, as you said, with softball as well, you still do get the opportunity to hit, though, usually, even when you're pitching. Mm. And how does that affect you in, during the game where, you know, a lot of pitchers are just focused, on, as you said, on pitching and nothing else, and you're also thinking of what you can do at the plate? I have to say it is, it is very hard mentally to, to handle both at once because pitching is it's a big job obviously <laughs> like mm -hmm. you're you're controlling the game basically and and hitting is all mental like you really have to be in the zone to be able to you know go up say your first at bat you you ground out or something and then the next at bat you have to be thinking like okay this is what I got to do these are the adjustments that I have to make and it's a lot to think about you know between pitching and hitting and it's hard to make that transition but you just kind of have to you have to be in that solid mental state where you're like okay, now this inning or this half of the inning, I'm focused on pitching. I'm not worried about what I did in my last at-bat. not worried about what I'm going to do next if I'm on deck or whatever. You know, I'm pitching, I'm, I'm thinking about pitching. And then once the inning's over and we're going hit, you know, that's my focus. I'm focusing on, you know, doing my job at the plate. But it's, it's definitely, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out. How to how to get both to to be on 100% at the same time, but you no, 
Well, I, you usually don't have too much trouble based on the uh, the batting averages. So obviously something's working for you. You brought up Coach Jalise. Um, how did you end up at AIC? And what made you decide this is where I want to go? This is where I want to play ball? So I was recruited by Coach Dudek. Um, and I had gone to a bunch of, you know, big, college camps where there was a bunch of coaches and I I actually have uh, a friend a family friend that was an alumni at AIC and she was a pitcher Tanya Ackerley I'm not sure if you know who she is but a while back but um, she had had told me about AIC and you know I just kind of at the time I was I was doing my college searches where I was like oh what colleges have sports management because that's what I was going to study at the time and, and I was like, oh, let me see if AIC has sports management. And they did. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I would, you know, be into going there. And I, you know, was emailing with Coach Dudek. I saw her at a couple camps. We had a couple great conversations. I came for one of their skills camps and I got a tour of the school and I got to meet the team. And I just felt like the the school felt, the community felt like really close-knit and everybody was really nice and the you know the health sciences department was you know, definitely a given for me um and, and and the team just felt like they they had fun with everything and coach Dudek was really really nice and, and promising and everything so you know, I I definitely felt like AIC was home so you were brought in by Coach Dudek. Now you have um, Shalise Tolentino as your coach. What's it like as a student athlete at the collegiate level when there's a change in coaching and you have a new head coach come in? And how has that changed the experience for you and changed the experience for the team? So I we had that change of coaches my at the end of my freshman year. So that was kind of a shock to me as a young freshman. Kind of like, oh, well – what if, what if this new coach comes in and, you know, wipes out the entire team and I, you know, I don't, I don't get my spot back. So it was kind of like a little bit scary, not knowing who we were going to get in or, you know, I didn't have much experience. I didn't have a great freshman season. So I was a little worried for myself. And, but that really, you know, not just me, but everybody on the team, all our younger players, all our, our returners for, for those years, know really had to dig deep and and work hard to to earn our spots back and to earn the respect of the new coach and I think coach Shalise coming in was was the best thing that could have happened for us she's she's awesome she brings a lot of good energy she makes us work hard she she knows her stuff she knows how to put a good group of girls on the field and in the lineup and definitely that transition was was hard for all of us because it was like you know we didn't know what to expect but I think it turned out to be really good, good for our team. Now, last season, you go down to Florida, you start playing some games. I think we got 10 games in, and then you guys get the call. It's over. We're done. What was that experience like? And how does it, how do you maybe use something like that to motivate you and to get you to where you need to go? and maybe the team as well this upcoming season. So 
we we had played that last day that we played we'd finished our our last game for the day or actually we had we had just started our first our last game for the day and you know we had heard parents on the sidelines talking like oh it doesn't look good you know all these teams have been canceling the rest of their seasons and they're all going home early and we were all worried and but the game was still going on and everybody was kind of like, you know, going through the motions and I brought everybody together before the game. And I was like, you know, we should, we should play this game. Like it's the last game that we'll play. You know, I don't want to be the, the Debbie downer for the team and, and, you know, <laughs> no doubt give us, you know, bad luck or anything, but uh, it doesn't look good. It looks like this might be our last game that we play. We played that game and I, I, believe we pulled out the win of that game and you know sad story short that after that uh that game later that day was when we got the call and coach brought us all together at one of the houses in Florida and had to tell us and and break the news that you know our seasons were canceled and and we had to go home and it was really upsetting everybody on the team was really really upset and especially the seniors I felt so so bad for the seniors because you know, I think, but that the big thing that this has taught all of us is that you don't know when the last game you're ever going to play is. You don't know the last time you're ever going to step on the field or get up to bat. And, you know, even, even now, like, it's not certain that how many games we'll get to play this spring, which means me as a senior, I, you know, I might not get my last few games in the AIC jersey. So, you know, you never know. So every time you step on the field, every time you you know go to lift, every time you have a team practice, you have to make the most of it because you don't know how much time you have left, especially, you know, spending time with your teammates and, you know, playing the game that we've all, you know, worked so hard to get to this point and, and love to play. You know, we don't, you don't know when, when it's all going to be over, so. Yeah, it, uh, from my own perspective, I think I've told you this before. Our home opener for softball was supposed to be my birthday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, uh, that, was a, that was a birthday present that I was really looking forward to that I didn't get to have. So, we'll, uh, hopefully we will have a season this spring, though. And yeah. for you, it, it may well be two seasons this spring because not only are you a softball player, you're on the triathlon team. First of all, how did that happen? Take us through how Casey Allison, the starting pitcher slash first baseman for the softball team, ends up doing triathlon. So you you know this already about me, but I'm I'm very into working out and fitness and you know uh I and I, when I was told that there was gonna be a triathlon team, my first thought was like, Oh my god, that would be so cool if I could do that. And, but then, you know, I came into realization and I was like, oh, uh, there's no way I could do that. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, the, the fall of my junior year, uh, Coach Davis came up to me and he asked me because, you know, word got around that I was interested and, you know, and, and he was like, well, we really need another girl on the team that can you know, just compete and race for us at, in Virginia so that we can qualify the team for nationals because we need 33 girls to finish the race to qualify for nationals. 
and you know I was really hesitant at first I was like oh you know I don't have a lot of time to train I don't really know how to swim I've never ridden that type of bike before like I don't know if I'll be able to do it and he was like oh no trust me like I can get you ready for it all you have to do is finish you don't have to do anything crazy like you can do it okay I'll do it you know, and Coach Shalise was really supportive of it, too. She was like, oh, go do it. She was like, I'll support you 100%. Go be a dual sport athlete. Like, that's so cool. So I, I did it, and it was a really, really good experience. I, I ended up catching what they call the triathlon bug. That's what Coach Davis kind of referred to it as. And um, I finished the race in Virginia. That was a, a huge accomplishment for me. Barely finished like by half a bike tire didn't get lapped by the the Arizona State leading triathlete. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then Arizona was a, a great experience. That was just, just fun, you know, just being there for the team, even if I, you know, the results didn't end up the way that I wanted it to. It was awesome to be there for Roz for her first finishing of the collegiate nationals and and, and being there with Gigi and Coach and you, it was a fun experience and I loved it. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a blast. And I'm really grateful that I got to be a part of, part of that as well. Um, the training for triathlon, obviously very different from training for softball. Um, how does it compare um, and how do you manage both? Because, you know, it's not like the softball, you know, normally triathlons in the fall. It's not like the softball team's not playing fall ball, not like you're not working out with them. How do you balance all of that? So the training is very vigorous, I would say. Um, you know, you, you have to swim, you have to bike, you have to run. And a lot of that is very endurance based, which is completely different from softball. As you know, softball is speed, power, strength. And triathlon, yeah, you need those things, but it's, it's primarily just how long can you go? How long can you, how much can you put your, your body through, basically? And so the training between those are, are, is very hard because, you know, and I'm trying to, trying to simplify it, not thinking of it from an exercise science standpoint, but mm -hmm. um, the stimulus is, is very different. So if I'm training really heavily for endurance, you know, my strength and power might lack in softball and my speed. But if I'm, you know, training more towards that, which is what I'm doing now, you know, strength, speed, power, you know, my endurance side might lack. So training both at the same time is really difficult. And I've been trying to figure out how to manage that so that you know, I'm doing, performing well in both. But uh, definitely the coaches are very supportive of me. You know, Coach Davis, he knows in the spring my focus is softball, and, you know, he caters to that. And, and same thing with Coach Shilly. She knows that in the fall she she's 100% supportive of me for, you know, if I have to miss a couple softball practices to, to make some triathlon workouts or I have to go to a couple races or things like that, or maybe I'm just exhausted because I've had – two practices already that day she'll know not to take it as hard on me in practice maybe so um they're they're very supportive of me and that helps a lot definitely having all that support you're somebody who just is into fitness generally like at least as long as i've known you you've always been in the weight room you know 
I don't understand it, which I mean, look at me, obviously I don't, but, but you know, you're, you're the sort of person who's like, I'm going to go for a run because that sounds fun. Um, you have an Instagram account even dedicated to your training. You post videos of workouts you do. So how did that come about and what sort of impact do you want to have by putting that stuff up on social media, the different workouts and things that you do? So when I came to AIC, I was originally sports management, like I told you, but um, when they introduced the exercise science program, I was like, wow, that seems really cool. That's, that's really interesting. And I was originally, you know, into working out and everything. You know, I really started getting into that the junior, senior year of high school, but I wasn't super serious about it. And I didn't know really a lot about everything, nutrition and strength training and, and all that. So um, definitely learning more about it in, in, in classes in exercise science has really you know exploded my interest in in this field and I saw a huge difference in myself personally as as an athlete utilizing all these things that I've learned so you know that really sparked a huge interest in that uh, that field for me and especially strength and conditioning like that's that's the main goal for me that's what I'm going to do you know that's the next step graduate school strength and conditioning and become a strength and conditioning coach or a college someplace and, and work with athletes. And the Instagram page started, I think the summer after my freshman year, I started it. And it was kind of like, almost like a, a, an accountability thing just for myself at first. And, you know, I don't have a lot of followers. I think I have like 400 something. And it's, so it's not like, I want to, I want to be a, an Instagram influencer or I want to be a fitness model. Like that's, that's not the goal. That's, I think it's, it's more of, I just want to spread, you know, knowledge about strength and conditioning and how it pertains to athletes and training for your sport and eating properly to fuel your workouts and fuel your competitions. And, and um, I think, I, I hope that it's, it, it's inspired some people. But if, if not, if anything, you know, it's just something that I can look back on for myself and be like, oh, I can, you know, I saw how far I came and, you know, where I came from and, uh, and how I got to be where I am now. And, and hopefully, you know, I have a couple strength coaches who follow me and, and watch me. Maybe uh, that'll help me make some good connections in the field professionally. So, so exercise science major. Um, as you as you've said that you you switched to, you know the courses have obviously had an impact on you. How about some professors? Maybe somebody who, uh, in your classes that you've had, that you really like or really have enjoyed their courses. Somebody, you know that that has made an impact on you. So the exercise science departments it it's very small I would say, um, but all the professors are amazing. Uh, Dr. Seifert, I had her since I started until since she left this past semester. She was great, very energetic, very enthusiastic about exercise science and all of her classes I had a blast with. I learned a lot from her. Uh, Dr. Lachowski is the director of the program. She's amazing. She does so much for this program and so much for the school. She's so supportive. You know, she'd drop anything to help any student she's so knowledgeable all her classes I've learned so so much from from her classes and then Dr. Pfefferly he's 
the uh, head of the graduate program. I've had him for human biomechanics and he's helped me a lot making connections in the field for my internships. And he's gonna be uh, our advisor for our internship this spring. He helped me get uh, a lot of good, make a lot of good connections. And he's just a good person to, to talk to and ask for advice. So definitely the entire department there is just, they're so enthusiastic about you know, their students and the school and, and the field. And it, they're just really supportive and helpful and everything. So it's had over the course of your life, a lot of people that have had an impact on you and you're hoping to have that kind of impact on, on other people going forward as a, as a strength and conditioning coach, as, a, as an athlete, all those things. So the one question that we ask everybody who comes on this podcast, and I always say other than your parents, because I feel like that's too easy of an answer for most people, um, who is someone that's been a significant influence in your life and how did they have an impact on you? So the first person that comes to mind, because we're talking AIC and softball and exercise science, strength conditioning, uh, Jamie Manis, you know her. Um, oh, when yeah. I was a freshman, she was, she was my senior catcher and she was our captain and she was just such a great leader. And when I came in as a freshman, I was not a leader. I was not vocal. I was very quiet, I was very timid. I still am very quiet and timid, but okay, I try to, <laughs> but, uh, um, but she, she was my role model from, from the beginning as, as a freshman. Um, and then, you know, I watched her kind of, you know, even after she graduated, she, she, entered the graduate program for exercise science and was going to be a strength conditioning coach. And, and that's what I wanted to do. So I was kind of just like secretly following her and using her as a mentor in this field and, you know, just kind of watching her succeed. And now she's an assistant strength conditioning coach at Holy Cross and she's, she's doing great. She's doing big things up there. And um, I, you know, I was reaching out to her. I asked her a lot of questions all the time, you know, the other, the other day, a couple months ago, actually, I, I reached out to her and was talking to her on the phone a lot, um, kind of asking her for some of the leadership and uh, team team bonding activities that we used to do when, when she was a senior and I was a freshman, because, you know, just kind of get some ideas of things that we can do with our team now. She's just definitely had a huge impact on me as a freshman. And then, you know, still as today, she's somebody that I can you know, always a phone call away if I have any questions about strength and conditioning. And, you know, she helped me get some internships and definitely, you know, a huge role model in, in, in life in general. Yeah, Jamie definitely was awesome in the four years that I got to work with her here at AIC. So that's a, that's a fantastic answer. And, you know, now, now you're that person for a lot of people, I bet, especially with our young pitching staff. So Casey Allison, of the AIC softball triathlon team. She'll be swimming, biking, running, pitching, hitting, and fielding at some sort of sporting event near you very soon this spring, hopefully. Casey, thanks for coming on. Yeah, Always yeah. awesome to get to talk with you, obviously, and looking forward to seeing you compete in the spring. Yeah, thank you.